What's going on, everyone? What is cooking? Script writer Steve right here. It's Barbecue 2 Movies. That's my podcast. Yeah, today is March 5th, 2021. Guess what? It's another one of those late night podcasts. Man, I gotta start doing some regular day podcasts. It's 1.25 a.m. in the morning right now. <laughs> okay. I like this music. Kind of sounds like kind of blend between the Jungle Book and Hawaii, Hawaiian music, maybe. All right, I'm turning this down. I like that music. That is fun. I'm going to listen to that more after I get finished with this podcast. So, how are you doing? How's your day doing? You know, today I'm just going to free flow.、Uh, I really have no agenda right here. I have a little notes in front of me、um, that I wanted to talk about, but I really don't know what I want to talk about, you know?、Um, it was pretty interesting today because、uh, my father actually got vaccinated,、uh, I think,、uh, two days ago. And his doctor told him, hey, you know what? If you want your son or your, your wife to get vaccinated, all you have to do is like, head down to the vaccination place at, at the hospital、uh, on the fourth floor, and you can just. Walk there close to, I guess, when they're done, and maybe you can get in. So I thought, okay, you know,、um, and I was still on the fence, and I'm still on the fence whether or not I'm going to get the vaccine or not. My father, he said, hey, you know, Steve, Steve, you know, you should get it because you deal with a lot of,、uh, I guess,、uh, I guess tourists. You know, you're on the front line with tourists who are flying in. But I told him, you know, those people are vaccinated, plus I'm taking my quercetin zinc. I'm really not scared, but、uh, okay, you know, maybe, if I, maybe I should get vaccinated. Now, you know, I've been doing some research on it, and、uh, you know, it, it's safe. You know, it, it's, I'm fine. I, I've researched the good, the bad, and the extremely ugly. And、uh, I have to tell you,、um, the extremely ugly isn't too,、uh, well, I guess it's ugly, but it's more, it's more really bad storytelling. You know, I, I, I use that a lot. I, I know I keep saying that, but, you know, I wish that they wouldn't, they wouldn't go to this area where I have to put on my screenwriter cap and start poking holes into their, into their theories. And,、uh, and I think I got into this, but I, I went to this one lady's website again, and I just wanted to see if I was wrong. And I was right, you know, again, <laughs> they're not, the Moderna vaccine is not, Is not injecting mini computers into your bloodstream. I just want to say that. So if you believe that and you follow her and she, and she says, hey, you know what? People are, <laughs> Moderna is not even a vaccine company and, and they, they,、uh, they practice this, this、uh, Frankenstein type of technology called co- computational immuno- immunology, which all it is is injecting microchips into your body so they can track you. That Is a bunch of baloney. Jeez. <laughs> This is what happens when you have a grade school teacher who's unemployed and thinks she knows everything there is about vaccine and takes things out of context. You know, I just. <sighs> and she has a nice WordPress website too, so she looks re- really legitimate there. And、uh, yeah, I, heard, I heard her speak, I met, to, I met her in person. She tried to, cons-、uh, I guess, you know, tried to convince me that, you know, computa- you know computational, co- computational immunology is just a b- quack science. Vaccines are just quack science. And, you know, we should just not do anything because vaccines are just going to kill everyone. 
Okay. All right. You know, we're, we're going to go there. <laughs> but, you know, I was on my way to go get it. And then I get, I get there to the front line where there, and there's no line there. There's nobody waiting in line. And so my mom and I are there. And then the guy walks out and he says, I said, Oh, what are you here for? I said, Well, just came to see if I could get the vaccine, vaccine. And he says, Oh, sorry, but you know, we're all, we're all out for today. And, uh, but anyway, if you were to come by, uh, you're a little too young, but we would maybe inject your mother. Uh, that's about it. But you would have to wait because we're not going to be injecting you. You're still a little bit too young. And it's okay. Under, understood. It gives me more, more time to think about it. Right. So I walked back down and, you know, hopped in, hopped into the van and, uh, yeah, went back home. But, um, so am I on, am I going to get the vaccine or not? I'm still, I'm still on the fence. <laughs> but when I was walking down there, I said, ah, might as well, you know, really, really might as well. Even though a lot of my friends are not going to get it. And I'm actually okay with them not getting it. I'm not going to try to convince them to get it because that's their body, their choice. They're really smart people. Um, they've arrived at a different conclusion than I have. So that's fine. And I've learned throughout my life is, you know, if people are made up their mind, then you know, let them do their thing. It's, it's really, it's really as easy as that. You know, it's a free country. You have the right to say no. You have the right to your own body, right? So the vaccine shouldn't be a form of rape, correct? That's all, that's all I'm saying because that's what they're doing right now with, with this, this whole vaccine thing, which I don't like, which they're telling people, well, yeah, if, you know, if you, don't get it, then you're, we're just gonna, we're just, we're just gonna say you can't travel, can't go into amusement parks, you can't go into a luau, you, you can't get wet, you can't do a wedding, you can't work at this place. I don't like that. That's, that should be unconstitutional, right? Or am I crazy? I must be crazy because the liberals tell me I'm crazy for thinking a vaccine pass is okay. You've heard about that, that vaccine pass. Anyway, why don't I cut the commercial, get the commercial out of the way, and that way I can keep talking about whatever I'm talking about. It looks like I'm going down the vaccine road. All right. I'll just, I'll just go down the vaccine road, okay? So why don't we just do that? I'll just do that. Okay, so I'm going to cut the commercial. You'll be right back, right? Promise me you'll be back, and we'll go down this vaccine road. And I have all this information in my head that I'm going to share with you, so don't go anywhere. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, eloping, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S. That's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos. Check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos. Then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. 
Oh, look, I'm playing that happy music again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes me get in the mood to do some... I don't know, what is this tap dancing and hula? I don't know. I'm not much of a dancer, by the way. I have, like, two left feet. But, I, you know, back in high school, I did street dancing before. And I think I blended it with a little kung fu. Not too much of a rhythm person. Then my... Uh, my really close friend, by the way, up in California, he's a really good dancer. He, he created that popping stuff, and he taught me some popping moves. But then I forgot it all. <laughs> all right, let's turn this down. Let me get. Let me go down that vaccine road, okay? I'm going to turn this down, turning it down. Okay. All right, so everyone has their own opinion on vaccines, right? And uh, I can tell you, now, a lot of what I'm telling you is, just going to be a repeat from before, uh, not a lot of it, but maybe some. And you know, I, I just want to be clear with you. Uh, right now, I'm not anti-vax and I'm not pro-vax, and uh, I'm always open to being wrong. All right. So if you think I'm wrong, um, then tell me I'm wrong. And I think you know. By the way, I think you can interact with me. I think you're on any of these uh, um, these platforms. I think there's a link where you can click on. And then it goes to a place where you can leave me a voice message. <laughs> so I, I didn't get one voice message. So if you want to click, you know, click on it and leave me something, then yeah, that'll be cool. And then I'll put you on the show, maybe. Uh, and uh, yeah, but I don't have a much of an audience, you know, not maybe a thousand people or something like that, you know. But I, I'm not even sure if that's accurate. So, uh, but I'm not sure if all thousand are listening at the same time. I don't think they are. I think they're just going out through the entire day, going in and out of my podcast. But anyway, so. Uh, you know, one of my friends, a really close friend of mine, um, you know, very, very talented screenwriter, just like myself. In fact, I think more talented because she's been doing this longer than I've been walking. Uh, she told me that, you know, vaccines are very, very dangerous and that, you know, the one of the most dangerous things about the vaccines, like say, for example, the polio vaccines uh, killed, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of kids. And I said, whoa. Really? I, I didn't hear about that because all I heard were good things about the vaccine. So, so I wanted to research it and I did end up researching it, you know, uh, while I was, uh, sitting in my car doing nothing today because again, you know, got to fact check everyone, even, even the people you admire. So, so here's the thing. So I, so I found out that, uh, the polio vaccine, you know, polio was just a horrible thing. Like it made everyone had, not everyone, anybody who had it, you know, sometimes their limbs will get shrunken. So they have these little, like little, little thin legs that were undeveloped, you know, that they kind of drag along. And, you know, it, it was really bad. It, it, it killed, it killed a lot of kids, you know, and, uh, it was actually seasonal. So I think during the summertime or during, maybe the wintertime, I'm not, I'm not sure. It's either one or the other. Uh, you know, the kids were infected. It was maybe the COVID-19. Of, of the time of, of that era. Um, not as widespread, not, it wasn't as contagious as COVID-19, but it surely struck a lot of fear in a lot of Americans. But here's the very interesting thing. As much as fear that it struck into everyone, um, people still went along their way. You know, I mean, even though there were like, you know, quarantines here and there and, and, but, but, but kids still went to school. You know, people still played out in the park. They still went to the pool. They still went everywhere, even though this huge fear of getting polio was around. So right now, it's just different because 
I, I, I think everyone, I, like, I see everyone here in Hawaii, not everyone, but uh, the vast majority of people are just so fearful. Um, and today when I went biking down at the at Lagoon Drive, which is right by the airport, there's people there who walk up, walk up and down the sidewalk there. A lot of them are walking by themselves. No one is next to them and they're wearing a mask. In fact, some of them, I saw them double masking. Uh, they're wearing gloves and glasses on them and also a visor on top of that. One of those plastic visors. They're just so scared of COVID. I mean, the government has gotten them completely paranoid. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I really don't know. I mean, you, you can't, you can't go there and tell them, you know, everything is okay. And then they see me biking without a mask. I mean, I'm coming down the road, right? And they see me breathing hard. You know, I'm, I'm pushing it, you know, when breathing hard and they see me coming down without a mask and they like, they, they veer off to the side on the sidewalk. I'm on the road and they're actually veering off to the sidewalk. Like, like as though I have the, like as though I have the plague, right? As, you know, I'm going to give it to them. Like, oh my God. And the wind is blowing, you know, I guess maybe, maybe they're scared that because the wind is blowing so hard, I'm going to like breathe COVID into their, I guess it's going to penetrate their mask and their gloves and their double glo double mask and their, and their, and their sunglasses. Oh man, did they, <laughs> it's just, it's almost like as though I, as though, though I had the, a Jedi, a, a Jedi power and just forced them to the side of the sidewalk. But, uh, man, sometimes I wish I had a video camera for that, but that, that, that was pretty funny. But I just want to tell everyone again that, you know, vaccines, we'll go back on to vaccines. Um, it's just a category of medicine. All right. So we can't, we, we can't make the assumption that all vaccines are bad just because one vaccine was, was bad or a few vaccines were bad. It, that, that would be as though we were making the assumption that because opioids are a really bad drug, very addictive, that all drugs are addictive and very bad. You know, there's a lot of drugs out there that do great things. And, and here's here's the very more more interesting thing that you know Tylenol, you know it, it does cause a lot of deaths per year, by the way. And uh, but you know we don't think about it that way. Let me take a look at how many deaths are caused by Tylenol, just to let let you know. Um, let's see here. So, there are 458 people die from acute liver failure that is attributed to Tylenol every single year in America. Just America. There's 50,000 emergency room visits, 2,600 hospitalizations. That's from Tylenol, all right? How many people are hospitalized uh, due to uh, vaccines? Not that much. Not even close to 56,000. And, and there's not 458 deaths per year caused by vaccines. So let's go back to this um, polio thing. All right. Now, the, the polio vaccine was created by Jonas Salk. All right. And uh, he, when he created it, he actually tested it on himself, his wife, and his kids to make sure that just to show the public that it was 100% A-OK. -okay. Here was a problem. Now, it is true that there is people who actually died from it. And I'll give you the numbers right now. Uh, 40,000 uh, kids actually actually ended up getting polio from the polio vaccine. They had a fever, sore throat, headache, vomiting, and muscle pain. So 40,000 kids actually got polio from it. 51 of those kids were paralyzed, and then five died. So only, you only got five deaths. It wasn't thousands, all right? But that's still bad. Now, why did it happen? It happened because, not because of the vaccine was actually, there was anything wrong with the vaccine, 
It happened because Qatar Laboratories screwed up when they created the vaccine. Instead of putting a dead, um, a dead virus into the vaccine, guess what? They put a live virus into there. So what happened was that <laughs> when they started injecting everyone, they started injecting everyone with a 100% live polio virus. So they're injecting kids with polio. I mean, it wasn't even a vaccine at that point. It's just polio. Okay, so let's view this in context. Now, the actual, uh, the actual other um, vaccines that were not created by the Cutter Laboratories did did help, you know, uh, be, I guess create herd immunity to get rid of polio in America. But the ones that were created by Cutter Laboratories, their first batch gave forty thousand kids polio. All right, because it had polio in it and it was actually live polio and everything was because of the manufacturing process and not because of the science behind the vaccine. So let's view that in context. So my, you know, my, the person who I admire as a great screenwriter was just wrong in this situation. Now, now I wasn't researching it to say, hey, really, I'm going to find anything wrong with her, wrong with her information, but it just happened to be wrong because, you know, I just, Fact check everyone. So even my parents or even anyone, you know, even myself, I fact check myself. So here's the really cool thing. Um, uh, I've been deciding whether or not I wanted to get the, the vaccine or not. And more than likely, if you're going to get it right now, um, you're either going to get the Pfizer or Moderna. And these are, it's very new technology. And that's the thing that kind of makes everything a little scary, right? It's called mRNA. So the RNAs, it's kind of like a DNA, but that's that's what that long little little spike protein is called, that little RNA thing in there. Um, it's not as complicated as DNA to let you know, because that's what we are made of, DNA. RNA can actually mutate, all right? So it's mRNA, it's just modified RNA, right? Just think of it that way. Now, all the vaccine is, is all of these, you know, it's very much like a virus, right? It's all of these... RNA little strands here, and it's rolled up. It's rolled up really microscopically into droplets of oil with the RNA, which is in the middle. It's kind of like a, kind of like a Jolly Rogers. Is it Jolly Rogers? No, 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 no. What, what is what is that? A tootsie? It's not a Tootsie Roll. Gotta get the candy that's in the middle. But anyway, you know, I used to know my candies really well, but I don't right now. But then just think about it. There's like how you have a candy in the middle, and you have you have the dark chocolate in the middle, and you have the candy on the outside. I forgot what that lollipop was called. But that's kind of what it is like. You know, you have the RNA in the middle and the droplets of oil that's around it that keeps it together. And this RNA is not a live virus, so you don't have to worry. It's not COVID. I hear, you know, I hear so many people saying, oh, no, you're, they're, they're injecting COVID into you. No, um, this, this spike protein that's inside there is fake. So it only includes the spike protein and zero of the parts that actually can make you sick of the virus. So there's no, there's 0% of live protein in there. And what happens is that when the, when they inject, inject this mRNA into you, uh, all these things goes into your body and your body thinks it's seeing a virus. And then immediately it's creating these antibodies to neutralize the spike proteins on COVID. That's all what it does. And, um, and, and that's basically what it is. Okay. Now, the only difference between the Pfizer and the Moderna for the majority of it is that the oils may be a little different. The RNA spike proteins may be different. Um, and one, because the oil is different, apparently, the dry, you know, it takes dry ice to store one of them. That's basically it. So you heard that Pfizer has to be stored at negative 80. And that negative 80 is like what dry ice is, the, the temperature of dry ice is at. So it's really not that big of a deal. Now, 
once you get it, it your immune response, that's what's going to create the, your antibodies. Now, now uh, 75% of us will experience effects. And they're all annoying, but short-lived, okay? Now, everything I'm getting, everything that I'm telling you is basically plagiarized from one of these great vaccine doctors, and, and he's a pro-vaxxer because he creates vaccines, by the way, And uh, but I follow him, and he's been 100% right throughout the whole pandemic, okay? Uh, his name is Dr. Jacob Glanville, and you know, he's the star uh, on on the, the hit show, well, not the hit show, but the, the movie called Pandemic, that... that which is on Netflix, which eerily predicted what we're going through now. And at that time, he was working on a flu vaccine. And uh, when COVID broke out, he started working on a COVID-19 treatment, a synthetic antibody treatment. And he is a computational immunologist. So he uses the computers to run a lot of models and everything to figure out what type of spike proteins are going to bond to, you know, to COVID or, you know, the, the, pro, the proteins on the spikes on the, on the COVID to neutralize it. So he created, you know, a synthetic antibody, uh, I guess concoction. Um, his has not gone through the testing to make it to market yet. Um, his, his should go through testing maybe this year sometime. Um, because, and a lot of it is because of money. So his company is very small and it doesn't have as much money, but anything, but anyway, everything I'm telling you here, uh, is basically what he has said. So I'm just bas- I'm, I'm plagiarizing him. All right. This is not me talking. I'm not smart enough to to know all of this. So 75 percent of all of us we're gonna we're gonna experience effects if you get the vaccine. Um, they're all annoying but short lived. Um, and there's pain at at where the at at at, where, at the administration site. So where they where they basically inject you. Uh, you may experience headache, nausea, and be a little bit lethargic. And that's basically your immune system, which is work, working. And for most people, the second shot will feel worse. Now, again, they're finding that younger people, uh, because our immune systems are stronger, we're actually getting, uh, I guess, a stronger response. So, so if your immune system is really strong, then you're going to go, you're going to have a lot more, uh, of these, uh, I guess, of these, uh, side effects. All right. My father, who got it, uh, he didn't get any side effects whatsoever. I mean, his arm didn't even hurt. He didn't have a headache. Yeah, he had nothing. So he was at a lucky 25%. But here's the thing. Maybe if he would have gotten the actual COVID, he would have not, you know, it may have hit him really hard because his immune system is not as strong. So you get what I'm saying? So this is pretty good for the elderly people to actually get the vaccine because they're the ones who are, at the highest risk, right? And because his immune response wasn't as strong as a younger person's response, that just goes to show you that, hey, you know what? If COVID would have hit him, it probably may have hit him pretty hard, all right? So I'm really happy that he actually got it. Now, let's talk about the side effects on there. So Dr. Jacob Glanville was talking about some rare side effects, and he said there are, uh, for, for people who have hyper... Uh, immune systems, um, basically people who carry around EpiPens, um, you should really think twice about getting the vaccine or just consult your doctor because there are really harsh, uh, I guess, anaphylactic responses that have been, that have happened to, uh, I guess, people who have gotten the Pfizer Moderna vaccine because it does create, if you're, again, if you have a very strong immune system and again, you have a, a very active, uh, you know, immune system, this will, turn into overdrive. 
So, so uh, it, it may work in a very negative way for you. You know, the side effects will be very, very bad, and you may have to take an epi. You may have to use an epipen after you actually get get vaxxed. It's not good for people who have you know um, these hyperimmunities. Uh, also, if you have a severe autoimmune disease, um, it's you may really question it. Talk to your doctor because it could actually cause brain damage. All right. Now you're not you're not hearing about this kind of things over in the news, which is which is kind of strange. They keep telling it's 100% safe. Apparently, it's not 100% safe for everyone. All right. Okay. So let's talk about infertility and COVID. Now he says right here he went to the website that that actually claimed that the Moderna Pfizer vaccine caused infertility. He said every single piece of information over there was false. Um, and it's a hoax website. So don't believe it. It doesn't, it will not cause infertility at all for men or women. Um, now let, let's go over to pregnancy. Uh, the pregnancy, he recommends that if, if you want to get pregnant, he recommends that uh, you get vaccinated first, uh, wait till a week after your second shot. And then start the baby making process. All right. So don't get, so uh, apparently, you know, there are studies where, uh, I guess babies in the first and second trimester, if, or even in, in the first trimester, if there is a strong immune response, it can cause damage maybe to the babies. It's, it's been, uh, proven in laboratory rats and other animals. Um, and, and he, when he talks about strong immune response, he's even talking about it if you actually get COVID, right? Which produces a strong immune response or even a virus, any virus and even the flu. Or even a common cold can, can produce a very strong immune response. If you get pregnant during this time, uh, chances are that you know, damage to the baby that you are trying to conceive and you're actually a, a, an egg has been fertilized, there may be some damage done to it. So you can't prove it. He says statistically, you know, that's, it, may be, it may be true or not. So it's very, it's very hard to say yes or no. But he said just to be on the safe side. You know, he recommends getting vaccinated first, wait a week till after your second shot, then start the baby making process. Okay. Uh, he said, as far as a third trimester, if you're in your third trimester or breastfeeding, it's 100% okay to get, get vaccinated. And uh, if you're wondering what this, uh, I guess, vaccine is made out of for the Pfizer and Moderna one, it's basically made out of cholesterol, uh, lipids, this thing called PEG, which is a watery material, and then the RNA, and it's a benign mix. So you don't really have to worry about that. And now, he, do, he does say with all vaccines, and even this vaccine, there are there is a little chance of long-term autoimmune risk, but it's very, very low, but it's not impossible, all right? But that balances out uh, the immunity that you will receive from COVID-19 if you actually get this. Now, I want to talk to all the people who are out there who think that COVID-19 is fake. COVID-19 is real. All right. Dr. Jacob Glanville. Now, he does create vaccines. So don't discount him automatically and say, oh, this guy is completely biased because he creates vaccines. All right. You know, you just have to you just have to accept his his opinion, all right, as his opinion. Now you don't have to. That's his opinion. You may you may have your own opinion, but just accept that he has an opinion, all right. Now he, he does say that he has looked and he has shown pictures of the COVID nineteen 
of the COVID-19 virus. Now, everybody sees it on top of TV. It's that thing that looks like a mind ball right there, like a little little mind with like little spikes, red spikes going out of it, right? And they're called coronaviruses because they look like a, like, look like the king, the corona, the, the, the crown of a king. And there's all different versions of coronaviruses. There's tons of them. And SARS-CoV-2 is just one of them. And, and just to let you know, they have studied it underneath an electron microscope. He, they know exactly what type of spikes. And this is where computational immunology comes into there. Where the spikes are and, and how identical they are, where they can create antibodies to bond to those spikes so they don't bond to your, uh, your, your, your human tissue or your brain or anything like that and start, and start your immune system to, uh, to, to, to start your immune system to overreact. And that's where you get all your big problems. Okay. So that's, that's, that's it. Okay. So I want to let you know <laughs> from my point of view, from what he sees, what he's shown that COVID-19 is real. All right. Because I know a lot of you think that oh, COVID nineteen is just the flu out there, and and the and the um, the government is just trying to disguise it as something else. I don't think that narrative is true, and that's all I'm saying through my research. All right, now I may be wrong, and you may think I'm hundred percent wrong on that. That's fine, but that's what I'm researching, and I know friends. I have family members and friends who have gotten COVID nineteen. And they said it was really bad. Like they had the shortness of breath. They had the cough. Uh, one of my close friends who is a avid Trump supporter. I mean, a lot of my friends are avid Trump supporters, but he said he got it. And uh, he, he had the worst cough ever. He actually bruised his ribs coughing. And every time he would cough, it felt as though he had lightning going through his back because he had like bruised ribs from coughing. And he never was... He never wished COVID nineteen on anyone because he said it's, he said it's pretty bad. He said it's really bad, especially if you have a you know a bruised rib that you got from coughing so much. But within a week he got good. He used quercetin and zinc to get him better. So within a week he was better. But those like you know three days it was pretty bad, and he was very lethargic, shortness of breath, all those. He had a headache, all those things. But he didn't take the hydroxychloroquine and zinc. He used the quercetin. All right, so here's a one big stat which I thought was pretty interesting. Now, what they're saying right now is that there are a lot, there's thousands of deaths happening from the COVID vaccine, and a part of that is true, but we have to take that in context, all right? Currently, here in America, we have vaccinated 41 million people. Isn't that amazing? 41 million people have been vaccinated in America, just alone, just, just America. So we're doing pretty good, right? I think there's 320 million people. And again, we don't need, we don't need, we don't need 80 to 90% of the people there to be, to be vaccinated to create herd, herd, to create herd immunity. You, you, you probably only need 20%. And that's why we're seeing the numbers go down and down and down. Now, out of the 41 million people, uh, 1,170 people died. And that is 0.003% of the 41 million people who took the, who took the vaccine. So at 0.003%, you really can't make a correlate, correlation to say that this vaccine is actually killing people. Now, remember in the beginning, they gave this vaccine to elderly people, you know, very elderly people who are on their last legs. Now, here's the question. And they've been researching all of this, right? Did they die with the vaccine? Or because of the vaccine. This is pretty much like COVID, right? Did you die with COVID or because of COVID? 
And we're finding out that a lot of them died with the vaccine and not because of the vaccine. That's it. All right, so that, that's all the notes, notes I have from Dr. Jacob Glanville. I had this sitting on the side here on my desk, and I thought I'd just share that with you because I was just researching it on my own. I wanted to know whether or not, I guess, taking the vaccine was safe. And I trust Dr. Jacob Glanville. Now, whether or not I'm going to get I'm still going to research the negative parts to it because, you know, a lot of close friends of mine are saying don't get it. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people are saying don't get it, and, and I respect them. So I'm going to keep looking and looking and looking. All right, because I have some time. And, and, here, and here's what I'm kind of thinking too. By the time, by the time, you know, the vaccine, like I become eligible for the vaccine, I think everyone else would, you know, I think COVID will be gone. I really think COVID will almost become a thing of the past by the end of March from the, if this trend continues. Because here's the thing. Every day, every single day, we, we vaccinate around 140,000 Americans, right? Right now, there's only 7,000 infections per day. So we are ex- the vaccine is spreading exponentially faster than, than the virus. It's, it's finishing, you know, so you're going to have more of America who's vac- vaccinated than the, than the virus can get handled. You know, so, so, so imagine that. The vaccine is spreading faster than the virus can. And that's why, and it's working, all right, it's working. Now, some of you may say, oh, that's because the, they're, they're doing the testing a different way or because Joe Biden is president and they want, they want to bring the numbers down. That may be true. I can't find any, you know, any part, any evidence of that, all right? Now, if you have evidence of that, let me know. Now, I do know the WHO has actually changed the way, I guess, they're what they consider a positive COVID case because these PCR tests are flat out inaccurate. Now, we know that, right? But have but have but has every single state changed their, the way they do the PCR test? I know here in Hawaii, they haven't. They still magnify it at 50, at 50 times. You know, they still like to do the P, damn PCR test. You tell me. You tell me. All I know is that there's so much information out there. It's hard to tell sometimes what's the truth from the, from the fiction out there or what's, you know, fact or fiction, right? That's what they like to say. But, you know, it's just, I, I just want to listen to everyone. Okay, every, okay, everyone, this is it. That's the end of my podcast. Been talking for 26 minutes here. And uh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies. Thank you.